Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Comedian and common sense specialist. Happy Wednesday. Welcome. Welcome. It is December 6th, 2023. We keep inching closer and closer to a new year. It's it's gonna be the same old though. No. Um, happy Saint Nicholas Day to those who celebrate. And I don't mean Saint Nicholas Canon, I mean uh Saint Nicholas, uh, Saint Nicholas of Myra, the patron saint. It's a deep history. Research it, okay? Because that's where we get the whole Santa Claus situation. Speaking of, coming on the show today, we have a historian, Letty Gore. She's going to join us for another edition of Why You Bringing Up All-ish. Did you know that the Montgomery boycott, Montgomery bus boycott began uh, on December 5th? 1955? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So she's going to give us some context that we don't know about that boycott and why it applies to what we got going on today. Also, speaking of context, Cardi B unfollowed somebody very, 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 very important in her life. And we're going to give you some context because it wasn't Joe Biden. All right. Also, segregation in classrooms in 2023? In Illinois? Mm Mm-hmm. And everybody's cool with it? Yeah, we got to fill you in on all of that. And also, it's another edition of Rita Brent's That's Not My Ministry. She understands where Tip Harris is coming from, okay? All of this, all of this I have for you today and more on the Amanda Seals Show. So keep it locked. Call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's Amanda Seals Show. And it's time for some Black Urit news. Okay, so listen closely. Y'all listening? All right. right. Listening. School leaders in Evanston, Illinois, have been battling a sizable academic achievement gap between Black, Latino, and white students for decades. A few years ago, the school district decided to try classrooms voluntarily separated by race. Hmm. I will continue. Nearly 200 Black and Latino students uh, at Evanston Township High School signed up this year for math classes and a writing seminar intended for students of the same race taught by a teacher of color. These optional so-called affinity classes are designed to address the achievement gap by making students feel more comfortable in class, particularly in advancement placement courses that historically Mm -hmm. have enrolled few Black and Latino students. This was fascinating. So one of the students uh, had this to say. They said, I feel like I represent me and not the whole black race in my AP Mm -hmm. class. In a safe space, 
because it's a safe space in regular AP classes, he said, or they said that are mostly white. I feel like if I answer wrong, I am representing all black kids. I stay Mm. quiet in those classes. Now, this is also being offered in school districts in Minneapolis, uh, Seattle, Washington, San Francisco and Oakland, California. They have other optional uh, race specific elective courses. Mm, So it's kind of like an HBCU element in a high school but i think a lot of people would hear this and like kind of jolt because i know when i first heard the story i was like what but it lets you know that we really don't truly admit that integration was not done under the correct circumstances okay right Mm -hmm. it was forcibly done and the country at large had not committed culturally to embracing the change Right. 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 It was very much like y'all better do this or else. (laughs) And the fact that you had to have like a national guard there for Ruby bang bridges to get in the class lets you know that like this was not a holistic thing. Now, I need to do some research around, you know, post-war Germany. But I think that there's something to be said for the fact. Well, because post-war because uh, there's a very romanticized version of like, oh, post-war Germany was very embracing of Jewish people. Like they felt bad about, uh, you know, the whole situation, et cetera. And I don't know how true that really is. Right. Mm -hmm. But I know in America, post-war, post-Civil War America was very much like, man, here we go. Okay, we (laughs) lost. But like, why do we got to still do anything? Like there was very much a strained effort in the expectation at equality. And the, Mm -hmm. the Supreme Court was driving this. You know, mm-hmm. we have Letty, Letty Gore, our historian, joining us later for Why You Bringing Up Old-ish. And she's talking about the Montgomery bus boycott in 1955. <laughs> I mean, the 14th Amendment was was long before that. You know, this was mm-hmm. a post-elementum law. And here we are in 2023. And I think the reason why these kids feel more comfortable is because there's still this idea that as a Black person in any space, mm-hmm. you better be excellent or else. Right, right. Well, there's an undermining of your intelligence in those other spaces. Even if you do yeah. know stuff, they like, you don't know that. I mean, we had Charles Blow here on the show last week, incredible journalist mm-hmm. and author. And you can see his uh, new documentary, South to Black Power on HBO Max. And he was saying that he grew up in like a very predominantly black space, like city, right. then he, a town, then he went to, you know, black schools and then he was in college and it was like, oh, I guess there's white people here. But like by that time, he had already formed his confidence and right, it wasn't right. juxtaposed against, you know, his race. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that's really unique. And so, you know, again, you know, y'all know I've been saying we, we going backwards <laughs> to go forward. I've been saying that. So here is an example. What do you think about this though? If your if your child wanted to do this, would, what would you do? Would you go along with it? If your school offered this, would you support it? What do you think? one amanda 8 That's one 262 Six three two eight. We always got to ask the question. Oh, why should black people care? Black people should care because when segregation feels right, this lets us know that integration was done wrong. Mm. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It's the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. And we have got some more information for you that you're going to really find very important. Uh, This is the kind of stuff that changes. It changes your mood. It changes your day. And it can change the trajectory of your life. (laughs) Y'all. Cardi B and Offset 
have unfollowed each other. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Damn, Gina. Now, I don't know the history of their unfollow and follow situation. So I don't know if that's like something that they like typically do, you know? Right. Because I know for me, like if I unfollow you, like that's a very big deal. Right. It's a very big deal. You know, mm-hmm. like my ex, my ex would do that because he was a child. And so he would just like be like, I'm mad. And the next thing you know, I'm not on his Instagram. I'm like, you live in this house. You live in this house. Yeah, some uh, folks are really nilly with it. I'm follow, follow back. I'm follow. Yeah. Like it's very just like a mood thing versus mm-hmm. like a representation of how they're feeling about the entire, the entire thing right. like on multiple levels. Right. Right. Um, so she posted on her IG though, the caption you know when you just outgrow relationships and I'm tired of protecting people's feelings. All caps. I gotta put myself first. Now, by the way, by the way, the outgrowing the partner and relationship thing seems to be a very recurring thread. Mm-hmm. Cardi B, Tiana Taylor, Kiki Palmer, Amanda Seals. Like, this is <laughs> a thing. This is a thing. Um, uh-huh. The only person who's not in this right now is Ashanti, who instead of outgrowing the relationship with Nelly, is growing his child in her womb. Okay. She's growing the relationship. Cardi's caption was still very cryptic. Yeah. It's very cryptic. All right. And you know that she's in a breakup because she made a cryptic (laughs) caption. (laughs) Next, we're going to start seeing prayer hands and just gratuitous, gratuitous, like just deep statements with beach backgrounds. But we wanted to provide some possible options to what that caption could have meant. Because again, we're all kind of assuming right now. There's right, definitely right. like the internet sleuths who are doing the math. And they're like, mm. the math has mathed. Right. She did. She said this and then she unfollowed. I mean, what else could it be? Right. But we wanted to provide you with some other possibilities. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first, remember, she said, sometimes you outgrow relationships. I got to protect my people. I'm tired of protecting people's feelings. I got to put myself first. What if this is about her nail tech? That's possible. Like, remember, like my braider the other day was mm-hmm. acting up and I just mm-hmm. had to be like, if you're going to disrespect me, then I got to like take my money and go. Could right, be that. Right. Um, what if her kids wanted to watch Frozen like for the zillionth time? And she was just like, I want to watch my Patty Pie videos. Like, I can't care about your feelings, children. <laughs> like, you're going to have to let it go. You're going to have to let it go. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if? Now, by the way, some other people have said that this is actually just a ploy because she's going to put out an album and she's trying to drum up, you know, I guess. Okay. Attention. We did kind of do that for their last single. Remember that? The single they had together. Oh, did they? There was a whole like squirmish online. Then they dropped the song where they kind of like were talking about it in the um, song. So maybe. In the song? Yeah. I mean, I guess if it worked once, you might as well do it again. So we'll see. I mean, I told you I was running for office and I really was just doing a documentary about running for office. So, you know, uh, but whatever the case, if it's true, I wish them the best. If it's not, I hope they understand that they can't do this again because the, the public will absolutely lambaste them. And, you know, because the public is still mad at Jesse Smollett for hoaxing the Chicago PD. Okay, like that, like people took that personal. And I'm just like, you should have the minute you heard that it was just him trying to play with the Chicago PD. You should have actually been like, you know what? Good job, bro. Because you know what? We don't like them either. All right. Anyways, that's my thoughts on that. We'll be right back with your 60 second headlines. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And it's time for us to get into our 60 second headlines. (laughs) 
All right. First up, Donald Trump says he's going to be rewriting the rules for presidential power if elected for a second term. He plans on including deportation raids, tariffs and mass firings. Donald Trump is telling you very explicitly, clearly that he is going to be a dictator. He's not even pretending. He's saying the words. This is very clear. It is in your face. Do not act like you're not hearing it. I will talk more about it tomorrow on the show. Also, people leaving Michigan prisons will automatically be registered to vote thanks to a new bill signed by Governor Gretchen Whitmire this week. I really feel like Gretchen Whitmer be about it. You know, like, I mean, as a white woman in the Midwest, we don't expect much Mm -hmm. from her, but she really has been doing a lot to challenge these ridiculous situations that are in place. Yes. Also, congratulations to our queen, Queen Latifah. She's among the honorees for the 46th annual Kennedy Center Honors for Lifetime Achievements in Arts and Entertainment. Go get, okay, Khadijah James. (laughs) (laughs) Also, over $980,000 was raised for the recovery of one of the three college students of Palestinian descent who were shot in Vermont last month, which left him paralyzed from the chest down after a bullet was lodged in his spine. I mean, I'm sure he'd much rather have not been attacked, but uh, I do hope this money helps improve his quality of life. And I saw an interview with his mother where she said that, you know, her son and his friends have said that if their being attacked has raised awareness for what's going mm-hmm. on in Palestine, then they are honored. And that yeah. speaks volumes to their character. And lastly, we have some news out of hip hop. Foxy Brown has declared she's preparing the greatest comeback in hip hop. Okay, Foxy. Good luck with that. Mm, that's gonna be a rough one for Foxy Brown. I don't know if she know how to how to maneuver in these new uh, streets. Remember, she was not an industry chick; she's an in the streets chick. <laughs> but uh, this is an in the streets industry now, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, those are the sixty second headlines, y'all. Call us up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's me and Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for another edition of Why You Bringing Up Old Ish. Why You Bringing Up Old Ish? With my special guest, Letty Gore. Now, Letty is a historian, racial equity strategist, consultant, and adjunct history professor. She's a smart person, and she's with us. Today, to talk about the Montgomery bus boycott. Welcome, Letty Gore. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Well, first, just tell me what made you want to talk about this particular topic for why you bring it up, Oish. So, the Montgomery bus boycott uh, began on December 5th, 1955. And. That happened this week, you know, yes, in uh, history. And I want to talk about it because people look at the Montgomery bus boycott as this isolated incident, right? Mm-hmm. And this very easy thing that happened. And they don't actually understand the ramifications, the consequences, what went into right. it, all of that. So, all right. Yeah. Well, hit it. Yeah. So, the boycott, as people, no, or maybe people don't know this, but Rosa Parks, um, assuming people know who Rosa Parks uh, mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. right? Rosa Parks did not get up from her seat on the bus on December the 1st, 1955, right? And so that ignited this movement. Rosa Parks, right? She was um, 
a working class woman, and she was also in what was considered the middle class at the time mm, in the black okay. community. And she was a light skinned black woman. Okay. Look at and that. So, right, right. And she went to work. She was respectable and kind of like a model minority kind of vibe, right? Yes, absolutely. So, you see, a lot of people really don't know that Rosa Parks was in it 10 toes down. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people also don't know how the boycott was actually effective, right? Because I keep hearing the narrative to this day of like, I mean, what's the point of marching, boycotting, all of this? It doesn't change anything like from inside your Tesla. So can you give us some insight into just like how the boycott was effective to give us some inspiration to get back into the boycott of things? Yeah, so the boycott was about much more than just desegregation. It was about demanding respect. It was about um, using your voice. And it was actually a precursor to what became the Black Power Movement as well and igniting this idea of Black dignity, right? And also resistance. Mm. And so a reason why we need to understand the importance of it today is because grassroots organizing is what it has always been the catalyst to the bigger movements. The Montgomery Bus Boycott didn't just start out of nowhere. It actually began a few decades before that with the organizing and the Montgomery bus boycott was also um, a big start to the civil rights movement, the modern civil rights movement that we know of. Did it achieve its goal? It did, kind of. So in the the way of the Supreme Court ruling that segregation on public buses was... uh, was illegal and was unconstitutional? Yes. Whenever it came to the everyday lives of Black people and the danger that they continued to be in because of racism and white supremacy, that didn't just disappear? No. Um, They still had to deal with this systemic oppression, uh, which we still see happening today. So yes and no, but I won't be a negative person about it because yes, it did achieve quite a bit. Um, And two, right, we still see that it wasn't until 1964 that we had the Civil Rights Act, which actually... Uh, got rid of got rid of racism as what people want to say and I'm going to say that because people want to say that right it's like no it didn't but um, yeah well I mean yeah I mean we know that and we talked about this earlier in the show um, basically integration was not done out of a cultural commitment to change Mm -hmm. and because of that it was merely performative and we are still in dress rehearsal Yes, we are. And that's why they said, I don't want to be integrated into a burning house. It's not what they Yes, There we go. Let it go. On. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank Lady, where you. can people follow you and get more of your insights and incredible knowledge on history? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at sincerely.letty. You can subscribe to my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Letty Gore. Um, my website, sincerelyletty.com. Uh, yeah, you'll find all my ranting. And this ranting. is L-A-T-T-I-E, right? L-E-T-T-I-E. L-E-T-T-I-E. All right, y'all. So don't say I ain't never shared nothing with you, okay? Right. Because (laughs) Letty is that girl. Thank you so much. I will be seeing you on the Instagrams and I will be uh, sharing more and more of your knowledge because I believe that is a part of community. Sharing is caring and knowledge is power. Yes, it is. Thank you, Amanda. That was Letty Gore with Why You're Bringing Up Old-ish. Call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's me and Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, 
Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Is it Christmas music time in y'all's houses? Are y'all listening to Christmas music? Because I'm, I feel like I'm slipping this year, but I definitely listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I got, I got a tree up here. I've been listening to Christmas music. No, I have my tree up, my lights up. It's just, I haven't been playing music. I don't know why. Okay. I didn't watch I Home Alone like... twice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I feel like it. Wait, you watched Home Alone twice already? Twice already. Wow. Okay. Now, I did watch The, Pre- the Preacher's Wife because Amanda was talking about it last week. So I did watch that. Oh, I haven't watched it yet this year. I believe in miracles. I mean, that's my Christmas night film. I mean, I, I used to be Home Alone, but now it's both of them. It's Preacher's Wife, Home Alone. Jen, on Christmas Day, I watched The Nutcracker with Mikhail Baryshnikov and Gelsey Kirkland of the American Ballet Theater. Fancy. This is tradition for like 20 years. <laughs> Did your mom unveil her Christmas tree yet? She is not. My mother has not unveiled her Christmas tree yet, but the boxes of ornaments have arrived. And so we will get into that. We will get into that. Uh, I told y'all that's the only Christmas celebrating that I'm going to even do. Okay. Uh, it just is what it is. Happy birthday to... Can I play my mom's drop? Yeah, every time we mention it, I want to hear the drop. <laughs> All these idiots talking a bunch of garbage. There we go. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday to uh, A Boogie with the hoodie. Okay. And NBA champion Giannis Antetokounmpo. 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 Okay. That's a Greek last... It's it's like Giannis is the Greek first name, and then he's hitting you with the Nigerian last name? I think it's Nigerian. Sure, let's go for I could it. be wrong. Uh, I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, Giannis is how you pronounce his first name. There we go. Giannis. A lot of flavor in one name. A lot of flavor. Yeah, All right? Nigerian. It's... It's like a gyro with fufu. All right, well, we're going to keep it going. We got fake news has made it to school curriculums. Also, we're going to do that. Not my ministry, but Rita Brent. And I've got some uh, big up and let down, which features the wedding that never happened and some whack ass knees. Stick around to find out more here at the Amanda Seal Show.
Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Welcome back, welcome back. Now, I am a Cali girl, born mm-hmm. and raised, and, well, kind of raised till I was eight, and then I came back. And California schools are now required to teach students how to recognize fake news. I think this is really um, revolutionary. Uh, Mm -hmm. So they're incorporating media literacy into lessons in English, science, math, and history classes. That's like like the fact that it's across the board is fascinating (laughs) to me. Uh, And it's throughout every grade level. So basically, legislators want to make sure that students can ask and answer questions about the moral obligations and ethical standards regarding what appears on social media networks and digital platforms. But honestly, let's apply this to even... Big corporate news media, right? CNN, MSNBC, et cetera. Mm -hmm. With misinformation on the rise and disinformation on the rise, the bill may give legislators a way to combat online misinformation and its interference with democratic decision-making and public health. So apparently a a study out of uh, Stanford University said that 82% of middle schoolers couldn't tell the difference between ads and news stories. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just scary to me because it's like it's only going to get worse if it isn't right. challenged. Right. So I wanted to play a little game. OK, so I am going to give you a headline. You're mm-hmm. going to tell me, is this headline editorial, meaning it's opinion based or is it objective and factual? OK, now, TJ is our producer here at the show. She is not only. Uh, a former seven-year producer of an inspiration show, but she also went to school and studied journalism. So she mm-hmm. has picked these, hand-picked them for y'all. All right. Amanda Seals admits to lying about sexual assault <laughs> charges. Uh, <laughs> that is a pain. Well, well, I feel like that's not even that's an opinion. I feel like that would be just like a lie because I feel like Fake news. I, haven't, I haven't heard you admit to any of this. So, <laughs> I can so tell that was a headline. <laughs> that was a headline that like ruined my life for a long time. Yeah. This, oh, I thought, this I, was, brother, I thought you make that up. That's real. No, that's a real headline that someone put on their website. I'm not going to, Jeremiah is currently Googling the headline, <laughs> but that is a headline that someone put on their website um, that people did not, question like they just ran with that and to this day i will have people be like you ruined so-and-so's life you were a liar etc cetera, etc cetera, even though mm-hmm. that never happened and the person who did that headline i ended up doing a podcast with him and on van lathan's podcast and he admitted in the podcast that that headline was his opinion he said that's but, an editorial headline and we're like well what does that mean but see he didn't you, editorialize it he made it seem like it was a fact you that's go. what you said that's yeah. There you go. It's like a lie. It wasn't even an opinion. It's, Not a, like I it's an actual Amanda lie. Said, Amanda Seals did this. He stated it as fact and then right. did not prove it in the article, but people don't read past the headline. So they just oh, see yeah. that and keep it cracking. So that, I mean, I got death threats for a year off of that. Wow. Like, Not a death threat. Yeah. We had Sam J on the show. I remember, and it would like resurface that that whole situation. It would resurface. And one time it resurfaced and I just got so many death threats that Sam J was at my house and I was like, I'm done with this. She had to like pick me up the floor. That's why that's my dog. All right. Here's another one. Here's a last headline. Okay. Okay. Stop whining, Mr. Santos. You got a fair shake. <laughs> Is this? Uh, that sounds <laughs> opinion. Editorial. Yeah, editorial. Even my, like the, the tone of the the tone of the the title. It's very 
fine. But do you see why it can be difficult, right? Because mm-hmm. even with this, it is an opinion, but there could be facts in this. Right. Right. My frustration at this point with the news is that so much of it is just about getting to watch or read it. And mm-hmm. it doesn't really give people enough clarity within the content of how much is opinion and how much is fact. Mm-hmm. And it's just about trying to get clicks. So this course is going to be really helpful for the people who are come for the young folks coming up to not only be able to discern what they're reading, but for also them as journalists to be able to present it in a much clearer fashion. Mm-hmm. Now we always have to ask the ever present question. Because you know what's worse than fake J's? Fake journalists. Mm. Real knowledge is power. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for Rita Brent to tell us what is actually not her ministry. Not my ministry. Not my ministry, my ministry, my ministry, not my ministry. All right, Amanda. So I'm imagining most of the world, or at least half of the world, and the hip-hop, interested in hip-hop, saw T.I. going off on a club promoter after they put him and his son on a flyer to promote their event. And this was after mm-hmm. their scuffle. And, why uh, did T. somebody I, say, wait, wait, wait. Why did somebody say, why Keith Lee going off like that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't look alike, actually. They That's look funny. alike. Okay, go on. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so what is not my ministry is exploiting my name and likeness. That is Damn. not my ministry. I'm going to share my own experience. But first, let's listen to what happened with T.I. You can talk to me. And to the end, ain't nothing going. Ain't nobody getting nothing going. Nothing. Call who you need to call. Do what you need to do. Ain't nothing happening. No money, no beers, no no partying, no sections, nothing. You put me and mine on a mother flyer, you get me everything. Don't play with me. All right, all right. So this was his response <laughs> after this flyer popped up with him and King on it. And no lie, just last week I got a DM from a woman who said, yo, I'm coming to see you perform in Atlanta tonight. I was like, oh, really? Because I was in Mississippi. <laughs> She sent me the flyer and it is a full body picture of me oh, wow. with a microphone for this particular flyer. And I'm like, well, I haven't performed at this thing in well over a year. Why am I still on the flyer? So it has just been, my face has been used generically on this flyer. So I'm cool no. to promote promoter. I hit him up and I was like, hey man, take me off the flyer. Like it's, it's confusing. People are trying to come see me. But yeah. also if that's what you want to do though, you got to give me a name and likeness deal. Like, pay me no, if right. you're gonna use my yeah, image if you're gonna yeah fair yeah so that's no, not I, my um, ministry just the exploitation I understand that. of it all i understand that that's fair when yeah. i was in college uh i was walking well i was in grad school at the time and i was walking to the mm-hmm. library and this dude stopped me and was like <laughs> and i was like what's happening right now <laughs> i feel like this way <laughs> and he was like i seen you on that flyer and i was like what do you mean mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I was hosting MTV at the time uh-huh. and my name and my face was on a strip club flyer. Oh, <sighs> oh <Y'all>, no. <laughs> that means it. I seen you on that flyer. <laughs> I seen you on that flyer. Because I was what like, body? what are you talking about that? Did and that he, he was your he, body? Oh, what you say? Body? 
Was it no, another they, body they, with they your just head? used my. They. I mean, I had just done a photo shoot for Smooth Magazine, so I guess you know See? I had some little, <laughs> little, slightly provocative. I mean, I'm fully like not giving you everything I've got, but he ended up bringing the flyer back. Like he he had procured the flyer and brought it to show me the next day, and I was mortified, mortified. Yeah. But stop so. that too. Like, stop putting Meg the Stallion, Cardi B, Martin Luther King. Yeah, stop putting like- people on flyers. Period. <laughs> yes, MLK. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King can't be on the flyer. No, he cannot. Damn. Talk about freedom at last for these hoes. I was going to say. No. They're like free at last before midnight. Right. Yeah. So that's not my ministry. It's for people. All right, y'all. We got more show for you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it live. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. time for the big up letdown on the amanda seal show welcome back to the amanda seal show i am amanda seals and it's time for us to get into the big up let down uh, today's big up, big up. goes to Deion sanders and tracy edmonds for not making people waste money on wedding gifts <laughs> good job <laughs> Good job. Now, see, Deion Sanders and Tracy Edmonds, they've ended their engagement. They were in a relationship mm-hmm. for eight years before getting engaged in 2019. Th- this pandemic has taken so many relationships <laughs> out. Now, the partial statement by Tracy is to everyone who has been there for us, supported us, and shown us love, we have mutually decided that it is best for us to move forward in life as friends. Please mm-hmm. keep us in your prayers. We go through this as we go through this transition. Now, what we are applauding today is the fact that they decided to do this before mm-hmm. people bought flights and dresses yeah. and did showers and got hard <laughs> bottoms, you know what I'm saying, to come to the gut dang wedding. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I just, ugh, it's just very, as somebody who is not a fan of going to weddings because of all <laughs> of this fanfare, I applaud them. So that is today's Pingo, Pingo. for saving people money and time. Now, today's letdown. Okay. Today's letdown goes to the players whose knees all of a sudden work for non-black lives in the National Football League. Y'all, images and videos of NFL players taking a knee in solidarity with Israel only. In solidarity with only Israel, okay? Have made its rounds on Instagram this week. Also, y'all's knees work now. So y'all, y'all, y'all getting your, your Megan, your Megan the Stallion on now, y'all. Okay, it, it's really, it's really savage to see how wild 
people are willing. It's, it's just really what I tried to use savage in a sentence and it's not going to work. So let me let that go. Uh, <laughs> I tried dude. I tried. It's really wild how folks are so easily just like led. Kaepernick mm. was crucified, lost his livelihood for mm-hmm. kneeling mm-hmm. by the same principle. Okay. Mm-hmm. For his people. Mm-hmm. And now those people, mm-hmm. his people mm-hmm. who wasn't willing to kneel mm-hmm. are down to kneel for a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. that are actually largely supporting a Zionist movement that has a lot of racism involved in it. Because the Israel part that they're supporting, they're not being very clear about what they're supporting. So they don't know if like, Mm -hmm. are we just supporting the hostages? Are we just supporting, you know, the people who have been harmed? Like, are we, uh, you know, are we supporting the government? Like, I don't think anyone's asking those questions. They just kneel. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The NFL national fraudulent league. That's today's letdown. That's where it is. All right. That was your big up letdown. Hit me up 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. Careful what you're kneeling for, y'all. Get some clarity. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And, uh, you know, earlier in the, in the show, we were talking about how California is going to be offering media literacy classes to their students because they want them Mm -hmm. to learn how to be able to tell fake news from real Mm -hmm. news, right? To be able to tell an objective news story from an opinion editorial news story. And I also Mm -hmm. wanted to point out, though, that depending on what network or platform you're watching, you're going to see the same news story presented all these different ways because they know they're like following, like they know they're watching their audience and they're going to try and appeal to their audience. So I'm going to read you these five headlines all from different news sources. All right. Okay. This first one is from CNN. Israel resumes combat operations against Hamas. Okay. Okay. So that's pretty, um, some might say pretty straight ahead, but others would say, "Mm." There's definitely a trajectory here. NPR, Israel resumes airstrikes after it says Hamas violated truce. Okay. Okay. CBS News, combat resumes in Gaza as Israel accuses Hamas of violating ceasefire. Okay. Then you have Fox News, heartbreaking. (laughs) Israel resumes combat operations after Hamas doesn't keep promise. The most generic. Okay, then we go to the other way. Then we go all the way other direction. Al Jazeera Mm -hmm. says um, fighting grips Gaza as Israeli bombing kills over 100 hundreds wounded. Mm -hmm. The most generic straight ahead objective headline was from USA Today. Airstrikes bombarded Gaza Strip after temporary truce expires. So that's five different sources, six different sources, five or six different sources. And all of them are different, but it takes media literacy to ask yourself, what am I reading between the lines? And I will also add that we live in a colonialist capitalist world. So you should read every headline between those lines. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up.
the Seals. Today is Wednesday, December 6th. It was on this day in 1865 that the 13th Amendment to the, to the United States Constitution is ratified abolishing slavery unless mm. you've been convicted of a crime. Right. So, yeah, they always got a little catch in there. There's always a little hook. Gotcha. All right. Now, coming up this hour, we have another another uh, edition of Am I Trippin'? This is that segment where y'all write in to our Instagram at Seals Said It and you let us know, um, you know, what you what you need some help on working out. OK, because sometimes you need some insight outside of your site. So I'm going to get y'all together. I'm going to get y'all together. We also got a black pop quiz what it is and why you bringing up old ish with my special guest historian Letty Gore stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Said It and give us a call 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 it's time to listen laugh and learn the Amanda Seal Show yes y'all this is the Amanda Seal Show Amanda Seal's right here and I am gearing up to give some advice I really this is what the common sense specialist does. Okay. Now, every day we all have these moments that make us double take. They make us scratch our chins. They ask ourselves, we ask ourselves, am I tripping? Well, when you feel like you are just flummoxed, Mm -hmm. confounded about if you're tripping or not, I want you to send us a DM at seals said it. Okay. Send us a DM at seals said it and tell us about your dilemma I will weigh in on whether you're tripping like LMI or is somebody playing in your face. All right. Today's question comes from Aisha from Charlotte. So let's get right to it. My boyfriend and I have been together a year as of my birthday in September. Go Virgos. Now it's been a good year and I really do see myself building a future with him. He checks all of my boxes. Okay. Which has me surprised every step of the way, if I'm being honest. Okay. We like a surprise for context. I'm in my early thirties. And he's a bit older in his mid thirties. The other day it came up that we would be interested in moving in together some point next year. Natural. Now he lives about an hour away from me across town. So for the most part, we've been spending a lot of time at each other's apartments for extended periods of time anyway, but I'm not sure I'm ready to start moving in with him just yet. When I told my friends about this, a lot of them felt like if I see a future with him, I should just go for it. But I think it's too early for all of that. Not sure if I'm being careful or I'm just being scared. So should I tell him that I'm not ready to sign or am I tripping? All right. There is definitely some things here that we can address. And I'm going to get to it right when we get back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm going to let Aisha know if I think she's tripping or not. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. This is Am I Trippin', where I weigh in on the dilemmas that have you conflicted. Now, last break, I read a DM from Aisha in Charlotte who wanted to know if she's tripping for not wanting to move in with her boyfriend after a year, even though everything is going good in their relationship. Now, some people are like, if he hasn't proposed in a year, then you need to keep it moving. I do not agree (laughs) with those people. Okay, I do not agree with those people. But I do think that this is a great opportunity for you to be honest with each other. All right. And you need to be able to be honest with your partner. If you are feeling some trepidation, if you're feeling some concerns, first be Mm -hmm. honest with yourself. What is your reasons? Why Mm -hmm. do you feel like you're fearful? What is Mm -hmm. stopping you? And then you should be able to talk to your partner and say, listen, thank you so much for being willing. Like I feel like really loved, you know, I feel really seen. I just, I feel this way about moving in and he Mm -hmm. should be able to receive this. Now, if your reasoning is some bullshit, maybe he won't (laughs) receive it. But 
if it is like a genuine, you know, feeling that is coming from your own experiences, then mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's so much of this, like, you better catch them before they go typeness. <laughs> and it's like, you have to listen to your gut. If your gut right. is telling you this, then you have to figure out first. Actually, let me just say this. You got to figure out if it's your gut telling you this or if it's your anxiety. Okay. Mm, okay. Those are two distinct things. Right. And sometimes you got to talk that out. First, maybe you maybe you want to talk it out first with a therapist. Maybe you want to talk it out first with a friend. Maybe you'll get your answer that mm-hmm. way. But ultimately, you got to be able to have difficult conversations with your partner because you also got to be able to see, can this person stay objective and give you a safe space right. when you're having difficult conversations? Also, can you do the same? Can you as two people create a space between you that you can step in to have difficult conversations without internalizing them, getting you know, taking it personal and losing mm. sight of the goal, which is love. That's really the goal. What, All right. What are some and questions she should ask? Do you think Amanda before like in this conversation before moving in, she's hesitant. What do you think some questions she could ask him to kind of ease her anxiety? If it's anxiety. Well, I think first and foremost, you ask, why do you want to move in together? <laughs> like, you know, what's the reason? Why do you want to move in together? You know, also if I don't know what her fears are, so that's what makes it difficult for me to know what questions to ask. You know, but if your concern is that you don't want to lose your identity by moving into Mm -hmm. someone else's home, then that's a real question. Like, what part of this home will be open for me? You know, like, can we redecorate? Like, is there stuff that we can do together? Like, I know for me, when I was living with a partner and Devon was here, like, I was always super duper sensitive to the fact that, like, I know that I have a very particular style and that Mm -hmm. that is not his style. So I was always trying to be like inclusive and, you know, hold back in some areas, et cetera. Of course, moved out. I made everything different colors because I am from the Caribbean. But I know that that's something that moving forward, I would want to clear up with someone before we inhabited a space. Right. You know, I think there's also just the reality that a lot of women are just like, yo, I'm not ready to give up my independence because it is the thing that's keeping me safe. You know, mm. and they want to feel like they're not going to get taken for a ride. Um, right. That's a real thing. Listen, people are married for like 30 years and still have their same apartment. <laughs> like, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Hit me up, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Remember, our phone lines are always open, so you can call, leave a voicemail. We're going to get to you. Now, if you want to do an I'm a tripping situation, you got to follow us on Instagram at Seals Said It. Send mm-hmm. us a DM. Write us your situation and we will address it. So in my opinion, no, Aisha, you ain't tripping. That's the verdict. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Seal show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal show. I'm Amanda Seals, and you know what? 
It's time to get into a block quiz. A black pop quiz is what it is. All right. Let's hear it for our proctor, the one and only Professor Supreme. What's happening, class? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? So we got another black pop quiz. You know what it is. And today is general politics. And we got a little history oh, mixing here today. Okay. So, you know, I hope okay. you ready, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Amanda Seals is undefeated <laughs> so far. So we're going to see how this goes. Undefeated. Let's hit okay. it. Okay. Which of these Democrats announced their candidacy? <laughs> yeah. For the president this week. Marion Williamson, Dean Phillips, Gavin Newsom, or none of them? None of them. None of them. That is absolutely correct, Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah <laughs> I, like, I was like, wait, hold on. I'm like, did I miss something? Just <laughs> trying to trip yeah, y'all mean, up a little bit. It's all well, good. it is kind of bugged because Gavin Newsom is the one who was in a debate. And you like, yeah. right. why are you debating? <laughs> <laughs> You're not running for nothing. That's how he ended the debate or he ended his intro. He was like, the one thing that's true for both of us, DeSantis, is that neither of us are going to be the nominee for yeah. our party. Right. <laughs> and there it is. Okay. Next one. Um, what state now requires all cosmetology students to learn how to style New York? There oh. you go. Yeah. Come on, baby. And big I shout out that. to my wife. I gotta say this. Big shout out to my wife because she was involved with the passing of this legislation. Oh, so wow. not only are we into the politics? We're into the, you know, <laughs> legislation, professors. Yeah, well, that's what it means to be into the politics, yes, the legislation. Yeah. It's not about being a black politician. It's about pushing black policy. There we go. Okay, Shout out to the NHBC. There we go. Okay, Amanda, you'll love this question. Which constitutional amendment ensured women the right to vote? I should know 20th. this, but I don't. Mm, Jeremiah like the Bible. Here's your chance. It's the 20th now. Nah. 19th. It's 19th. It, it's not 19th. the 19th. I know the 19th. it's the, I was like, it's either it's the 9th or the 19th. <laughs> it, but it happened in 1920. That's what The happened. 19th Amendment, which guaranteed the right to vote regardless of sex, was passed on August 26, 1919. There Wait, you go. Really? What happened in 1920 then? All right. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was passed on... 1919, but then it like came into effect in 1920. That's probably what it was because it takes a while for those things to kick in. Yeah. All right. Final question. Amanda Seals, you're up what? Three, three, one? I'm up two, one. Two, two one. one. Okay. Yeah. A judge has awarded Aretha Franklin's real estate to her sons based on a will found in what furniture item? Couch. Woo. I was about to really? give you some options right there, but Miss Seals just came and took it away. <laughs> yes, it was a couch. <laughs> And yeah, I wonder how long they had been sitting in that couch because they found it in 2014 and the judge ruled that it was valid. But how long? I'm just been? wondering why with all of the money that Aretha Franklin had <laughs> and all the lawyers around Aretha Franklin, nobody felt it necessary for her to do a formal will or a trust. Same with Prince. Aretha like, Franklin is from the D. She kept it hood. Put the will in the couch. Don't put that on Detroit, man. Don't put that on Detroit, man. Well, it looks like... Uh, once again, Amanda Seals is the winner of the block quiz on the Amanda yeah. Seals show. I'm coming back strong in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. You heard it right there from DJ Supreme, Professor Supreme in this situation. Yeah. Uh, I have kept my streak going right here on the Black Cop quiz of what it is. When we come back, another edition of Why You're Bringing Up All Ish with historian Letty Gore. 
Yesterday was the anniversary of the first day of the Montgomery bus boycott. We're going to talk about it up next. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. We up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. It is time to listen, laugh, and learn. Now, I have... The word of the day, and uh, we do this every day. The word of the day is smite, not to be confused with Semite, which is referring to a person who speaks a language that is considered a Semite language, including Hebrew and Arabic. No, that's not the word. The word is smite. Isn't that like to destroy or to like, to like reprimand, like like absolve? To like dismiss somebody, I smited them. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, it's it's a little more direct than that. It means to hit someone or something very hard. Other uses of the word include to mm. severely injure, kill, or attack oh, wow. someone. <laughs> right. To smote them out would be smite in past tense. Okay. <laughs> Um, so that's, there you go. You got a word for you can use, right? Like people are trying to, we, we thought we, we thought we had smited COVID and then it was like, I'm back. Thought it was. Thought it was. Coming up this hour, we got politicians say the darndest things y'all. And they just, they really just saying the the large parts, the, sorry, the quiet parts out loud. Also, we got in case you missed it, 60 second headlines and your big up let down. Hit me up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's time for us to do this thing again. Politicians say the darndest things. All right, y'all. So today's politician is House Speaker Mike Johnson, who is 51 years old, by the way. And he's explaining why Republicans are blurring the faces of the people on the January 6th riot tapes. Let's take a listen. Trust the American people to draw their own conclusions. We should not, they should not be dictated by some narrative and accept that as fact. So they can review the tapes themselves. Uh, we're going through a methodical process of releasing them as quickly as we can. As you know, we have to blur some of the faces of persons who uh, participated in, in, uh, in the events of that day because we don't want them to be retaliated against and, uh, and, and, and to be charged by the DOJ and, and to have other uh, you know, concerns and problems. So uh, that's a slow process to get it done. We're working steadily on it. We've hired additional personnel to do that. And uh, all of those tapes ultimately at the end will will be out so everybody can see them and draw their own conclusions. What are we talking about? (laughs) He literally just says we need the tapes to be released so that people can draw their own conclusions. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of it says we're going to blur faces, though, so that people can't be retaliated against. And so Mm -hmm. that people won't get prosecuted. <laughs> That's what he said. I mean, That's this Jan- this January 6th madness is really like when you read about history and like things that have taken place in Congress and the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. like I know there's this one story where this guy like literally like beats another member of the House like with a stick because he doesn't like something he said. You're like, how did that actually happen? Because right. it's, a, it's, it's a show in there. 
Mm-hmm. This man literally contradicted himself right there in front of everybody. And it's just like, yeah, all right. I'm gonna head on over lunch. I hope everybody right. is having a good one. I don't know. Mike Johnson is also, of course, a Trump supporter and he's a January 6th supporter. So, I mean, this is like right up his alley. And it's scary, though, that that is the person who was third in line to be president. Oh, we got to get a new line. I don't like this line. Uh-uh. Third in line <laughs> to be president. Oy, oy, oy. Well, now, you know, me and you both are editors, you know, in, in our bag. How much do they go pay the person to blur these faces? Because that's a lot of taxpayer <laughs> dollars. The blur faces on these videos. They got to blur faces and they, if they're not charging people to blur their face, then they really played themselves. <laughs> like this, you could have had a whole college tuition paid for for your kids off of blurring these faces. Mm-hmm. So I hope any of y'all who are in that edit bay, you getting your checks. All right. Get your checks. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Get on out of here. Uh, it's been a real one. It's been a real one. So many things were, were were addressed today. You know, we had Letty Gore, historian, professor in the building, giving us some real context on like the boycotting of things based on the Mon- excuse me, the Montgomery bus boycott, which took place uh, yesterday in 1955 is when it started. Uh, also, Cardi B is boycotting um, Offset. She unfollowed him. Allegedly. You're right. Allegedly. She unfollowed him. She unfollowed him. Uh, You know, then we have uh, apparently there is a there's there's classes being offered. uh, I don't even know how to even say there's segregation in schools happening by choice of the students of color. And we talk about it and it's really fascinating. So I hope that you all go back to wherever you get your podcast and check it out. We talk about a bunch of other stuff as we always do. Shout out to Rita Brent joining us for That's Not My Ministry. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It and keep your calls coming in. Our lines are open 24-7, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now coming up on Thursday's show, it's group chat day. We got lots to talk about. We're going to do a group chat topic of the week, which is the pros and cons of dating a younger man. Mm. Plus, comedian Tony Baker will join us as we discuss life pre and post social media. And we'll talk about post breakup etiquette. Like after it's done, after the love is gone. Like what What do we, what, how do we move? We ain't good, good, but are we still good? And we'll get into it. All that and more coming up tomorrow on the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, and I mean this, We are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. I hope you say that back to yourself and understand what that really means. I'll see you tomorrow right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.